You're listening to the 17th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. I'd like to do two things today. I'd like to share with you something I saw elsewhere in Madrigas Adam, connected to the concept of Nisim, of miracles, because Bitochen is about expecting miracles when we trust in Hashem. So I'd like to share with you something in Tikkun Amidus, which is the reading for this month in Madrigas Adam, in the Navarak Yeshivas. And I'd also like to share with you, um, someone emailed me recently asking about the Shittas, because I mentioned that um, the Altar of Nevardic holds that we need to do no Hishtadlus. Shita Luchavis Alavavis is to do minimal Hishtadlus. There is another Shita which I may have mistakenly implied doesn't exist, which is that a person needs to do full Hishtadlus. And I just would like to read those Shitas. There's a beautiful Sefer which is very hard to get a hold of it. Shakodesh Baruchu put right next to me in my shul called Betach Vashem, which I borrowed from the library there. And he, he lays out the Shitas, he lays out all of the opinions. And I'd like to just read a piece from that. Hopefully today. So now, here, this is the altar of Navardic. He says that we find in regards to the Maraglim. I'm not going to read the whole thing inside, but he brings down that if we look at the contrast between the Maraglim, the spies, and we look at Yoshua and Kalev, who they did not speak negatively of Eretz Yisrael, right? So what's the difference? What was the difference in their approach? What was the difference in how they saw things? The Maraglim felt, he brings in the Makars for this, they felt that we were not fitting, perhaps we were on a great level in Mitzrayim, and I'm saying now maybe it was because we had undergone a very difficult situation there, we were slaves, etc. And therefore then we deserve miracles. But now the Maraglim held that it's not possible for us to, to overcome the nations there. We're not going to get miracles. But Kalev and Yoshua, they felt that they were able, that we, the Jewish people would be able to enter into the land of Israel. Why? Because they did expect miracles. He brings down from the Ramban, he says like this, They said, we're not fitting to have miracles. We don't deserve miracles. In Egypt, we were on a very high level. Now we're not fitting for this. Yoshua and Kalev, they didn't have the same Nagia, they didn't have the same bias. They didn't make these mistakes. They were strengthened from this. Right? They all saw that people were dying in a strange way. Hashem did it to distract them from the Muraglim, from the spies, and from, from the fact that the Jews had sent people there. So Kalev and Yeshua were able to see for what it was, that Hashem was doing it to distract them, so they wouldn't notice. In order to save them, they saw, look, Hashem is watching over us. They were able to see that Hashem is taking care of us. Obviously, we do deserve miracles. Even when they saw the giants, they weren't afraid of it. It didn't, didn't bother them. They knew that in front of Hashem, those giants are like nothing. And they looked at the same exact situation, amazing thing. They looked at the same situation as the, the other ten spies. They saw the same thing, people dying all around them. Hush of people dying. Kalev and Yoshua saw, wow, Hashem is doing this for us. It must be that we are We are fitting to have a nace done for us. So, Amna ben im royim halacha. Now, whether or not we are fitting for HaKadosh Baruch to do a miracle for us, it depends on the level of the person. What is and what determines the level of the person? It's like Chazal say on the Pasuk. And by the way, my Rosh Hashiva has mentioned numerous times 
that this is a Chazal, which is oft quoted, but uh, it's not clear where the source of it is. Pasuk says, Hashem silcha Hashem is your shadow by your hand. Tehillim kuf chafalef. When you pick up your hand and you look at the shadow, so you see that the hand shows you, the shadow is also showing you a hand. If you show the shadow, so to speak, a finger, so then the shadow responds with a finger. So he says an amazing thing. Fact. Spiritual fact. If you believe that you are fitting for the miracle, and you can... You can interpret the same situation two different people in two different ways. Yoshua and Kali believed. They felt, they strongly believed that they were fitting to have a miracle. Don't think for a moment another possibility. This is the very reason why a person will be fitting to have the miracle. He says an important thing. You want to know why the miracles haven't happened in your life, perhaps? It's because if a person is weak in his mind, he thinks, maybe I'm not fitting to have this miracle. That's the very thing that causes a person not to be fitting to have the miracles. So, so if we want to know, we want to explore why is it indeed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives what a person expects of him, sometimes the bitachon has to do. It has to do with whether or not they have bitachon. They believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do it for them. That's going to be the determining factor. Amazing idea, amazing foundational concept. And here of Brog say, recently listening in a shir, he says that the biggest mistake a person can make when it comes to bitachin is the situation hits them, knocks them over, and they give up. They think, oh my gosh, HaKadosh Baruch is not going to do it for me. Don't give up. Don't give up. Never give up. I must tell a story I heard uh, from, from Rav Nissen Kaplan. He said over this Misa, amazing mitzamrer, gives a person shivers. The story, even though I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to cover everything I wanted to, but he says this over a story. Uh, someone was saying Kaddish, uh, an old guy was saying Kaddish with tears, with very much emotion. And he was asked, Why? What, what's the story with this Kaddish? Who are you saying Kaddish for? And he said, Today's the yard site of my friends in Auschwitz who died in the gas chambers. So they said, What's the story? Tell us the story. So he says, The old man re- reveals the story, and he says that as they were coming into Auschwitz, as they came into the concentration camp, so they were having an argument, he and his friends. He said to his friends, They knew where they were going. But the Chazal say, even if there's a, a, a sharp knife on a person's neck, don't give up. Don't give up. A Baruch Hu can save a person anytime. A person is going to be talking even in the most dire situation. They said, even here, they said, no, it doesn't apply in a concentration camp. It doesn't apply here. No, he said, even here. They went, they were separated, the, the, you know, they were separating between the right and the left. And this guy and his friends, they were sent to the gas chambers. And they closed the door behind them. And his friends said, even now, do you say, even now, we shouldn't give up? He said, even now, don't give up. And as he finished saying that, the door clicked open, a hand stuck in and pulled out the guy who had not given up. And he went out free. And he heard his friends yell, Say Kaddish for us. So he was still saying Kaddish. Now what was the story? He found out later from the guard. Why was it that this guy saved him? Why did the Nazi save him? Pull him out. He said that there was, a, there was an argument amongst all of the Nazi guards. They were discussing who is more powerful, who has more gumption, who has more chutzpah, who can do something with, with more chutzpah. And they, each one was saying, 
the things that they would do. So finally, this guard said, I have such chutzpah that I will go into the gas chambers, pull out a Jew, and no one will say anything to me. And that's how this person's life was saved. The power of bitachin. Don't give up. Never give up. It goes by how you view things. Two people can view the same situation and come to different conclusions. Two people can say, one person can say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu won't help me and Hashem will not help them. Depends on the person. Hashem silcha yadiminecha. Okay, we do have some time. I'd like to share with you from the Sefer Betach Bashem. He goes through the shittas and he says, there's, there's three different shittas. Okay? The first shita is the shita that a person needs to do full, full hishtadlus. The full hishtadlus, one second, let me get to the page here. Page nun, page 50 in Sefer Betach Bashem. person needs to do full hishtadlus. That is the shita of the Rabbeinu Bachai. Person should not minimize the efforts in order to receive his livelihood. It's a, it's a, it's a, there's an obligation. Why? Because of the curse of Adam Harishon. Okay, who is this Shita? <clears throat> so he brings down. This is the Shita of the Ralbag and the Shita of the Rabbeinu Bachai. Interestingly, Ramban. Holds not this way. Who's the teacher of the Rabbeinu Bachai? But that's what he brings down. So we have the Rabag, the Rabbeinu Bachai, who say a person should put in regular efforts, whatever is the normal thing that a person needs to do in order to attain their parnasa. That's what needs to be done. But of course, <clears throat> yeah, I'll read the Rabag. Person needs to put in full efforts. Even though a person is sure that Hashem is going to help them. According to the Rabag, a person needs to put in efforts. That's Hashem's will. Person, of course, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to help the person. Of course, the person has to trust in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Rabag goes, you cannot depend on a miracle. Okay, that's the shita, which. He says, is not the Rav Rishonim. Hashita Hashniya, he says, a second opinion. Oh, and I want to read here. He brings from the Chazonish. He brings from the Chazonish. He has, a person has to be careful. He says, the Chazonish, since a person is obligated to, to take action and not depend on a miracle, he brings from the, the fact that Yosef Atzadik, he was, he was, Chazal said that he made a mistake in putting in efforts. So therefore he did that. He says, don't make a mistake in this sheet of, of doing what you're supposed to do, doing Hishtadlus, the normal Hishtadlus. He says, don't make a mistake and put in too much Hishtadlus. That's a mistake. This a person is not obligated to do. A person is not able, obligated to go to any length in order to get what they want. In order to get parnasa. When a person goes too far, does too many efforts, puts in too much hishtadlas, so he's throwing away his amunah bitachon. Once it's not an obligation, it's forbidden. Amazing thing. He says... Too much hishtadlis, forbidden, avera. Okay, that's the first shita. Second shita, shita shnia. She is karenu ba machzikim roiv gedol yisrael. The the second 
opinion which we've mentioned is that which most of the greats of the Jewish people holds. A person should not wait for a miracle. Because there's a gzera. Without the gzera, a person would not need to do any efforts at all. Person needs to since it's only the gzera, since it's just a decree from heaven, it's a curse. So you need to minimize, do a minimal amount of ishtadlus to be yaitzer. Mute achar mute vishtadlus. He says, look in the mechdam elio. A, a small amount of a small amount of efforts. So each person needs to know themselves. Kalaymar, what does this mean? He's quoting from the Rambam. Now he's explaining it. This is a general principle that was a general uh, decree that was made upon people. Each person can get out of the decree. Person shouldn't say, oh well, there's already a Xera, therefore I have to do a Shtadlis, so therefore I'm going to do a lot of a Shtadlis. No, don't make that mistake. Okay, it brings us, this is the sheet of the Chavis Halavavis. So, so, but still, nevertheless, too much Hishtadlis, he says, too much Hishtadlis shows a person's lack of trust in Hashem. Brings a story from the Chavis Halavavis, numerous other Shitas that hold this way. Brings from the Ramban, interestingly, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. <laughs> it brings from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, who says that the Ramban holds, just like the the uh, Madrigas Adam brings from the Ramban, that that you don't need to do any hishtadlus. Okay, here's the third opinion. Ashita shlishes shes karnus silveris shal adam leftech b'shem belvad v'loy lasli shum hishtadlus tivis. He says the person is obligated, according to the third opinion, which is also not the right opinion, not to do any efforts. Only to trust in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. okay. So he brings that. That's the shita of the Gra. It's the shita of the Ramam at the end of Hilchas Shemitah V'Yevil. It's the shita of, as of course we know, the Altar of Navardic, and it's the shita of the Sefer Hayyurayim, I believe. Sorry, he brings. I'm sorry. Sefer Gan or Gan holds this way. Okay, he brings it all of these shitas, and I'll just I'll just mention here, just read to the end of it because he sums up the shitas and he says the advantages of each of the shitas. To sum it up, we need to say each of the different paths in in bitachon has a different problem, has a different danger. What's the danger of the first of these these opinions? If a person thinks that they need to do all of the all of the shtadlusin, he's going to get too involved in the shtadlus, too many efforts. It's going to make a partition between himself and Hashem. As if to say that without without my efforts, Hashem can't fulfill what I want. He brings down looking lekutei moharan, chelik aleph, samach beis. So it's almost certain if a person goes in the way of complete ishtadlus, he's going to fall. That person is going to fall into the idea of it's me doing it. 
A very serious problem also is that when a person is too involved in Ishtalas, he won't be learning, he won't be involved in his service of Hashem. He's going to be running after his Parnasa. Okay, that's the problem. Therefore, most opinions do not hold that we should go in full Ishtalas. It's considered a, a das yachid, a singular opinion that we don't follow. Okay. Now, when it comes to the third opinion, which we mentioned, the, the trouble is a person will not do any efforts, right? And what's going to happen? He's not going to wait until what, he, what he's asked Hashem to give him will come. He'll come to deny Hashem. So that's, that's a person has to be on that level. Okay? This is a shita that doesn't fit according to the Sefer for most people. It's only for specific, special individuals. But, even though it's true that most people have to do a little bit of efforts, have to go with that middle ground, that middle way. A person should pine, should desire to get to the highest level of bitachin. Bitachin Without any efforts. Even though it's a very high level. This is something which every single person can attain. As the Alter Navarik writes, Al Divrei Hamedrish, Al Apasiv Emer Le Malachai Lakim Bechalim Yaakov Loi Ladorish Enchah Dorish En Baiki Yaakov. I'm not going to explain this. I explained this in previous podcasts. Rotsu Bazel Adam Denu Shev Emes Bichelus Kol Adam Lagil Madregas Abitach Mili Shum Sibaklal. Every single person, according to Madregas Adam, can reach the level of trusting in Hashem without doing any Ishtadlus. Hayipolim Hashem LeKarve Loves Binoi Karovech Acher Kiruv. Is it hard for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring his son, his child, closer and closer to him? We need to take one step after another until we get to his holy mountain. So he says that this is something that we have to have a desire for. We have to have a she'ifa for, an aspiration to reach that high level. If we have an aspiration, if we truly desire that, so Hashem will see that, and certainly it will be zikha to siyata deshmaya, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us so much and He wants to bring us closer to Him. Thanks so much for listening.